And I totally envy my niece and nephew because they're so happy all the time about the holidays. Like they get so many gifts. They don't even know what's going on. They just like everyone just is giving them stuff and they're so happy and excited about everything. And I'm like, damn, I can't remember the last time I was that excited about anything. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn, and today we're going to talk about the holidays. I've got my little holiday sweater on. Um, I feel like holidays always come with a lot of weird feelings, expectations, like they're supposed to be this amazing, fun, joyous, incredible occasion. And there's also a lot of other shit that comes with it because family is involved gifts are involved. So much money is involved. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to get into it. Um, I am going to be at home for the holidays. So I sublet my apartment. Thank God. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about this. Um, I haven't really moved back home since I moved to New York. So I moved to New York in 2015 and Since then, I've just been bopping around New York and New Jersey, um, but I've never gone back home for an extended period of time. So this is going to be a first for me. Um, And I feel like also when you go back home, it's almost like you go back into this version of yourself that you were when you were like a teenager and you lived at home with your parents. Maybe that's just me, but I think it also has to do with the fact that I'm a New Yorker and I don't have a car anymore. So when I go home, I'm very much dependent on like, hey, mom, can I borrow your car? Or like, hey, can you drop me here? And it feels very high school. Um, So I'm actually thinking about renting a car or seeing how much it would be to just take Ubers or whatever. But anyway, um, I'm going home and I'm going to be there for a couple of months. And this is the longest that all have been there. And I feel kind of like excited about it because I am, I do feel really refreshed when I go home. It's very different being there in the quiet suburbs where you can see the stars and the birds chirping wake you up um, than New York. And I'm excited for that part because I do generally feel like at peace when I go there. I get the best sleep ever in my like childhood bedroom. My house, like when I go home, I'm talking about my mom's house and this is the same house that I lived in since I was five. So going home is just a very like special thing for me because it's not even like my parents moved or like whatever. It's literally the room I grew up in. So yeah, I'm excited. I hope that the excitement stays and the refreshment stays and it's not more of like a, oh my God, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but you know, I am 31 and I never moved home for COVID. Like a lot of people moved, I feel like back in with their parents for COVID for an extended period of time. And I stayed in New York. So this should be an interesting period. But I don't have like a huge family situation. It's more like just my immediate family. So when I celebrate the holidays, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever, it's my mom, my sister, my brother, and me. And then my brother now has a wife and two kids, my niece and nephew. So like, that's really it. I don't have any grandparents alive anymore. Um, my aunts and uncles don't live near us. And even when they, like, even when my grandparents were alive, it wasn't really like, a huge family situation where everybody comes and we're around this huge table for the holidays, which I'm kind of jealous of. Like there are some people that have, and I've been to my friends' places and that just have massive family gatherings and they like play games and they have a 
two separate tables where there's just like 30 people there. And that always seems really fun. Um, but that's just not the vibe. <laughs> it's just not how my family is. And that's fine. Um, but I think the stress, where the stress comes from for me with the holidays is just being a kid of divorce. Um, my parents got divorced like literally 20 years ago at this point. Um, yeah, 20 years ago, Jesus. But it's still a point of tension. Um, my parents don't speak, which isn't abnormal for people that got divorced. Like there's really no reason for them to talk. They only used to talk when we were still growing up because they had to. But now that we're all adults, it's like they don't really need to speak anymore. My dad is remarried, but they live, they still live like 20, 30 minutes apart. So when I go home, I see my dad and his wife and she has kids and like that's a whole different side of the family at this point. And so especially with Christmas too, it's like I have to go to both parents on the day of the holiday. Um, and then when I was dating someone, it was like my ex from college, he is from Georgia too. And so we had to try to figure out if we were going to go see him and his parents or me and my parents. And then it's like, if we see my parents, then I have to go to two separate parents on the same day. And it's just like, there was a lot of, there's a lot of hopping around. It's like that movie Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I love that movie. It's so funny. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, but basically they're both, both of their parents are divorced. And so they have to go to four different Christmases on the same day. And I feel like if your parents are divorced, you could probably relate, but it just doesn't ever get any better. Like, it's not like it's better now that I'm an adult. It's like, we still have to do it. And we still have to, I guess, for the rest of my life, <laughs> go back and forth. So yeah, that's where the stress of the holidays comes from for me. Um, I feel like if you guys are stressed about the holidays, I think one thing that grounds me and keeps me sane is getting to see my friends. So when I go home, it's not just my family that's in Georgia, literally like all of my friends from high school and my college best friends. And yeah, a lot of people are in Atlanta. So I try to like fill up my days with things that I actually want to do. So that I'm not just sitting in my mom's house. Um, and so that I'm not stressed out by family and whatever else. So I feel like if you have the opportunity to like go out of your way to go have a brunch with an old friend or go like me and my friends always meet up and do our own holiday thing. So, I mean, now that we're grownups, like my friends have houses and we'll plan a night where we'll either do like a giant sleepover or like a potluck, like we'll all bring a dish and we'll have our own Thanksgiving either like the day before or actual Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, and we do the same thing for Christmas. We'll do like a white elephant gift exchange. And I feel like that is like what I most look forward to. Not that I'm like not <laughs> excited to celebrate and see my family, but it's just like, like I said, it's not like a huge celebration thing for us. And I also think that when you get older, it's just like, maybe this is just me, but I feel like when you get older, the holidays really aren't that much fun anymore. It's like now it's just more stress, more money to spend more expectations, more traveling around. Like it's just, it's just growing up when you're little. And I totally envy my niece and nephew because they're so happy all the time about the holidays. Like they get so many gifts. They don't even know what's going on. They just like, everyone just is giving them stuff and they're so happy and excited about everything. And I'm like, damn, I can't remember the last time I was that excited about anything. <laughs>
That sounds so bleak, but truly, like, I cannot remember the last time I was as excited about anything as my niece and nephew are about Christmas or their birthday. Um, so, yeah, the older you get, the more it's kind of just like bleh. And last year, I feel like this is another good way to get yourself into the holidays. If you're like a transplant person like me who left their hometown, I got a bunch of decorations for my apartment, especially like living alone. I think getting a tree and getting like, I haven't really gotten into the fall thing, but I do love a like those cinnamon brooms from Trader Joe's. Those are the best. I'm really into scents. So I love like the holiday candles. I love the broom. If you want to make some pumpkin bread, you guys know I love pumpkin. Um, but yeah, decorating my actual apartment made it feel more like holiday spirit vibes for me because I usually go home like a couple days. Obviously this year is different, but I usually go home just a couple days before the actual holiday. And then you have no like buildup, like no lead time to get excited about the holiday. Cause it's like, I'm just in my regular life in my apartment in New York where I'm not thinking about the holidays at all. And then I get home and it's like, okay, three days until Christmas, you're supposed to be excited. Um, so yeah, decorate your actual apartment. Cause my apartment is my home. Like that is where I live most of the time. And I feel like it feels to me, I think it feels silly to buy decorations, especially in New York when I do not have anywhere to store all this shit. But I feel like it feels silly to like decorate just for such a short amount of time or like buy decorations, whatever. But I think in the long run, it's worth it because I love that tree, even though rip, I had to throw it away in Brooklyn when I moved because we didn't have room for it. I didn't want to store a whole tree and I just got it. I only had one year of it. But anyway, um, it was definitely worth it to get that tree and to get some candles, whatever, go to TJ Maxx, go to Home Goods, and it'll definitely make you feel better and get you more in the spirit of the holidays. Um, another thing that I've like started to do, this is a, just a tradition I have with myself because I love TV. Um, all of the cheesy holiday movies that come out, <laughs> I've started watching all of them. Like not I don't really like the Hallmark ones. I feel like they're a little too cheesy. I'm talking like just enough cheese, like the Netflix ones, like the one that there's always one or two rom-coms that comes out with like actu an actual famous actress once a year. Like last year, I think it was, there was one with Emma, um, Emma Roberts. And there was another one with like Vanessa Hudgens. There's always like those people that randomly come out with a holiday movie. And that's my shit. Like I love rom-coms, but all of the movies that come out, Hulu, Netflix, whatever, just have a day, watch them all, do like invite a friend over, do some, play on some Christmas music, whatever. And it helps. It worked. I think that was the most, this, I started doing this like three years ago. I think that Christmas was the most I had felt like excited about Christmas in the past, uh, I don't know, decade. <laughs> Cause you've got to romanticize your life. Like this, this is, yeah, these are the things you got to do. Um, and then there's New Year's. And I feel like like my best friend, her favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. Um, I actually don't know what my favorite holiday is. I used to say it was my birthday. <laughs> but this year I was feeling really weird about my birthday. And well, I don't know. Let's see what happens next year. But I don't know what my favorite holiday is anymore. I actually really like dressing up. So I feel like Halloween is a fun one. And I love themed parties. Like any chance you get to dress up, I'm into that. Um, but her favorite holiday is New Year's Eve. And I don't know. 
I feel like it's marketed as a couple's holiday. I mean, aren't they all? But <laughs> it's like if you're single or if you're in New York, New Year's Eve is like one of the shittiest holidays to find something to do and not spend a million dollars. Like if you're trying to go out on New Year's Eve here, you cannot go out without having like a ticket or like a prefix, pre-course, whatever thing that you have to pay $150 for. And I'm just like, I don't understand why I can't just go to a regular bar that I go to all the time on New Year's Eve. It has to be a whole thing. Um, so yeah, I really hate doing New Year's Eve here. And I actually haven't had, well, I guess I was, with, yeah, I was with my ex last New Year's Eve, but not physically. Um, we were together, but we were long distance at the time. And so I don't even remember what I did to ring in 2023. I think I was with, I have no idea what I did. Um, clearly not a memorable one for me. Um, and this year, I guess depending on how things shake out, I might be in Atlanta. I might come back to New York. I don't know. I might honestly rather spend it with my friends, with all my married friends and their children in Atlanta <laughs> um, than go back to, oh, I think I was in Atlanta last year. Fuck, I really don't remember. But I think I'm going to do it in Atlanta this year because New York New Year's Eve is actually truly the worst. And well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in January. We'll see if I can swing a New Year's kiss. <laughs> I'm not above kissing strangers, as you guys know. <laughs> but um, I actually, this is random and unrelated to the holidays, but I've been thinking about dating. And I've always been like a kiss on the first date kind of girl. Um, not like I would initiate. I mean, I have initiated it. I'm not above that either. But if a guy goes in for it, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Also, I just want to see if they're a good kisser. Like, let's figure this out now. But now that I've thought about it, I think I've decided for the future, I'm not going to kiss on the first date. I'm going to be intentional on not kissing on the first date. Not because I don't want to, just because you actually can't tell if somebody's a good kisser from the first date kiss anyway. And they can be coached. <laughs> like some people, the first kiss is not going to be good and it's not necessarily indicative of if they're a good kisser later on. Um, yeah. But I also kind of want to make myself less accessible to people. Like, I don't want you to think that you can just kiss me on the first date. Like, I want to be a little bit more hard to get. And I don't think that's like necessarily a game playing thing. I think it's just like a power move. Maybe it is game playing. <laughs> but like, I just don't want you to think I'm easily accessible. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's where I'm coming from now. Like, I'm just, I don't want all of these random ass dudes to be like, oh yeah, I can, any, anyone can kiss her on the first date, which in reality we know is actually true. Like I will kiss anybody, but <laughs> my potential suitors don't need to know that. <laughs> okay. I want to end with this because I forgot to talk about gift giving when it comes to Christmas time. Um, I love gifts. My love language, one of them that I like is receiving gifts. And I've talked about this before because I feel like everyone thinks gift receiving is a superficial, like shallow love language to have. But anyone who has that as a love language knows it's not about the gift. It is about the thought. Like it is about the thoughtfulness. It's about the fact that you know me very well. Like it's about the fact that I feel seen by your gift. That is where it's coming from. Um, but 
As far as giving other people gifts, I actually love giving people gifts and very thoughtful things that they they that I feel like they would love. But I feel like now at this point in my life, I'm not I don't care to give a gift if it's not if I'm just giving a gift to give one. Like me and my best friend from home, we kind of stopped giving each other gifts unless it was something that we really were like, oh my God, I saw this. You had to have it. Or like, oh my God, I know she really wants this because I have too much stuff as it is. And I don't want people to just give me something just to say like, oh, I got you something for Christmas. Unless you thought about it or unless it's important, like I'd rather just not have anything. I'd rather have your company. And so my friends from home, we, in our group chat, we'll do like a gift, like a what am I trying to say? Spending limit. So we'll decide beforehand, like, okay, what's our limit? What's our range? Okay, 50 bucks, whatever. And then we've started doing either like a gift exchange where we pull names from a hat. We've been doing this for like 10 years. Or we'll do a white elephant situation. So like last year, we all kind of got like stupid gag gifts and we did a white elephant. And I have not laughed that hard in so long. Like my one friend, she gave she gave her and her gift was a loaf of bread and inside the loaf of bread was a Smirnoff ice. So whoever opened it got iced and we were dying. Like it was just hilarious and unexpected. And it's like, we, the gifts, the gift part wasn't important. Like I got this Santa that hangs from like a light bulb and he like shimmies up and down the light bulb. (laughs) Um, but it was hilarious. I highly recommend either like pulling names from a hat or whatever, or like doing a white elephant with your group of friends, because trying to get like seven different people a gift is ridiculous at this point. It's like, there's, we don't need to be doing that. Um, I still get individual gifts from my family. And then I think, I think it's interesting when people talk about like how long they've been dating someone and then the awkwardness of giving a gift. Like if you just started dating someone officially for like, let's say you've been together for three to six months, And then in the middle of that is Christmas. It's really kind of weird because it's like, okay, we haven't given each other a gift before. Like, how much do I spend? Is he going to get me one? Is it like, do I spend $150 or is that ridiculous? Should I get him an experience or like an actual gift? It's very weird. And I feel like I kind of went through that with my ex because I was like, I... I don't know. It's... I, I was trying to give like very thoughtful things because I think that's what I like to get. And he very much was not that kind of a gift receiver. Like he wanted things that were practical and like would have been happier if I gave him like a Zara gift card versus like something that I had handmade for him. So like, that's just what you have to figure out along the way. But I feel like if you've been, if you're officially boyfriend and girlfriend, you should get them, at least get them something. It doesn't have to be something that costs 200 bucks, but just something that you know they would like. Like it could be something that costs 30 bucks or like whatever, a shirt that you liked at the store or whatever. I feel like that's a normal thing to do. And I'm trying to think of like the best, the best gift I've ever received. I talked about this before. Um, One of my exes couldn't afford to like get me anything at Christmas. And so he made like a whole Christmas in February and like got a Christmas tree, wrapped gifts. Like I woke up to this, like he put the gifts under the tree. It was a whole thing. So I feel like that was definitely the most thoughtful like I mean, experience, but I'm trying to think of like one single gift that I just like loved. I'm a really big experience person. So I feel like if somebody got me like, and no one has ever done this, so (laughs) here's hoping. Um, If someone got me like concert tickets or like a plane ticket 
a ticket of any kind. <laughs> I feel like that would, that's like something that I love. Like one of my best friends got me um, Beyonce tickets for my birthday. <laughs> Shout out to Chelsea. Hi, Chels. Um, That is an amazing gift. And um, I don't know. I think it's because of everything is because of how we grew up. But growing up, my parents are really big gift givers. Like they were always into like surprising us or doing like weird, crazy things or like my dad's huge on like the whole surprise factor. Um, so I feel like that's definitely where it came from. But my parents always used to be like searching high and low for like the one shoe that I put on my Christmas list, like that I said I wanted in March that is out of stock and like they only have it in Arizona, like a, a whole thing. Um, and then they would find it and that would feel so special. But yeah, that's that's the tea on gifts. <laughs> Guys, I'm literally flying by the seat of my pants today. I don't know what's going on. Um, this is this is how I feel about the holidays. These are my thoughts. We're wrapping it up. I hope whatever period of the holidays we're in right now, you guys are enjoying yourselves. And um, yeah, that's really it. I am going to post this entire episode, as always, on YouTube at Vulnerable Pod. And then follow me at Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram and TikTok. Love you guys. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs>